0: The Temple Fuel podcast is designed to provide inspiration, motivation, and a safe space for the woman trying to navigate through life's changes while on the way to her God-given destiny. My hope is that you leave each episode a little less tired and more inspired. Let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Temple Fuel Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Monica. And if you're not new here, welcome back, guys. I hope you guys are having a great holiday season from Thanksgiving on through to the end of the year. We are wrapping up 2021, guys. It's crazy. We are wrapping it up, but I hope that you guys are having a great holiday season. I hope that you have enjoyed Christmas. I hope that you are ready for the new year. I hope that you are excited about all that God is going to do in 2022. He's already gotten started. He's already been laying the foundation. He's already provided a bit of the blueprint um, if you've been paying attention, but I just know that he has great things that are going to be manifested for us in 2022. So I hope that you guys are excited. I hope that you guys are still expecting great things from God. I hope that you are encouraged. I hope that you are motivated. Um, I just hope all the things, all the good things. I know as the year get, you know, as we wind up the year, I think we get a little tired, not in a bad way, but you know, we just have a lot that we're planning, a lot that we're doing, a lot that we want to execute. Um, but make sure that you're getting rest. Make sure that you're using temperance, that you're patient, you know, that you're showing yourself grace. Um, like I said, that you're getting rest um, because 2022 is going to be great i believe that you know in spite of everything that we have um, been going through still going through the pandemic and things like that you know there has still been very uh, a lot of great things in this year there's been a lot of great things the past two years um it's all in how you look at it you know it's all in your perspective you know even though some people have lost loved ones some of us have been sick um you know god is still good he is still faithful and if you are here and you can hear this then there's still there's still hope and there are great things to come for us in the new year. So I love you guys. I hope you guys are doing great. I uh, want to get this episode out the last episode of 2021. I cannot believe we are at what 19 or 20 episodes, 19 or 20 episodes. And it's crazy to me. Um, I still feel like I'm at like my seventh or eighth episode. But um, yes, we're moving right along. And I appreciate all of you guys for sticking in with me and listening and sharing and showing love and support and even your prayers, you know, your silent prayers, you know, I appreciate just all of the love and the support. Um, it's to God be the glory. You know, I hope that if something in these episodes, um, sticks with you that you, you know, that the Lord allows you, gives you someone that you can send this episode to or share something that you learned, um, from this episode with someone. I, that's my, always my hope because Ultimately, it's about God getting the glory. So I love you guys. We're going to go ahead and jump right on into this episode. So the prayer of faith, the prayer of faith. And God has just been really dealing with me and reminding me about the importance of faith. Faith. And um, for a lot of us that have been in this walk for a while, you know, it feels like such a simple principle. Well, you know, duh, I'm supposed to have faith. You know, I've heard this message before. I've heard this talk, you know, to me before I've read this before. But I believe God had to to shake a lot of us and remind us that faith, we got to we got to step it up in our faith. Um, He's been working with me and he had to remind me and he wanted me to share it. I've been sharing it a lot um, here and there on the podcast Instagram page about what faith is and what faith requires and making sure that we guard our heart and that we guard our mind and that we are around other people uh, that, you know, have faith, you know, making sure that we're not sharing things that, you know, sharing information with people who maybe their faith is not there yet. And that does not mean that we throw people away. That does not mean that we throw each other away. But what that means is, you know, we have to guard this faith. We have to guard what we're believing in. And, you know, sometimes people are not where we are. Um, But nonetheless, you know, uh, God has just really been, you know, going on and on about faith, making sure that our faith is up to par because the things that we're asking for, the things that we're praying for, the things that we're hoping for, we may not see any inkling of those things. And that is what faith is. You know, faith is not, oh, well, I see a morsel. You know, faith is not, oh, well, I kind of think this is going to happen. Faith is I'm believing for something that I I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm believing for something. I have not seen any type of clues that indicate that I'm going to be going in this direction. You know, and so faith requires us to to have a hope. Faith requires us to have a perseverance. Faith requires us, you know, to endure. Because you need to have all of those things when you're you're holding out for something that you've never seen before. You know, when you're holding out to go somewhere that you've never been before, when you're holding out for something to happen that has never happened before that you've seen, you have to have faith. And so... God has just really been dealing with me on that and reminding me of what faith is. And we, we you know, we have to get back to the the principles. We have to get back to the basics. Um, you know, we're never too saved or too good or know too much to have to be reminded sometimes and tapped on our shoulder, you know, uh, you know, about the basics. And so sometimes, you know, we forget the basics, but I thank God that he is gracious and he's merciful and that he reminds us of, you know, what it is that we need and what we need to know and that he's patient with us, even when we're not patient with ourselves. And sometimes we're not very patient with others, <laughs> but God is patient with us. And so he just wanted me to reiterate this. Um, and I just wanted to really, you know, explain this and break it down. And, you know, always going to try to keep it, you know, 20, 15, 15, 20 minutes or less and just give you something to chew on, give you a little bit to work with, with the hopes that you will go and read and study for yourself, you know, that you will go and ask those questions that you need to ask to the proper people um, and that you'll study for yourself, you know, once you get this. So we're going to talk about the prayer of faith. I'm going to start with Matthew 6, 6 through 9 and verse 13. But when you pray, Go into your room and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. In this manner, therefore pray. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Marie that again. But when you, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. In this manner, therefore pray. So this is what Jesus was telling his disciples. This is how you're supposed to pray And I want you to understand that this sermon is found in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7 and includes some of the best known teachings of Jesus, such as the Beatitudes, you can look that up, the widely recited Lord's Prayer. The Sermon on the Mount is considered the blueprint of Christian discipleship. If you ever feel confused or concerned on how to pray, you can refer to this model that Jesus left in Matthew 6. There's a example of how to pray. Understand God also wants to hear what's on your heart and on your mind. He wants you to use your words to express to him. So, you know, a lot of times people say, well, there's no right or wrong way to pray. Well, technically, that is not true. According to Matthew six here, you know, God, Jesus was talking to the disciples and he told them this is how you ought to pray. However, God, because Jesus cares about what's on your heart, because he cares about what's on your mind. You tell he he already knows what he wants to hear. He wants you to express. He wants you to use your words. He wants you to bring it before him. He wants you to bring it before his feet. So there is a proper way to pray. However, don't feel like you cannot also tell God how you feel. You know, this is the proper way. This is the model prayer. And there are a lot of teachings that will break this down better for you. Um, You can Google that, you know, but there are a lot of teachings that will even break this down even further, Matthew six. But this is the model way to pray. And included in that, that does not mean that you cannot tell God how you feel, what's on your heart, what's on your mind, even though he already knows because he does look at the heart. It's good to open your mouth. It shows that you trust him. It shows that you you trust him when you open your mouth and when you come before him and you're willing to tell him what he already knows, but when you're willing to take that silent time, that quiet time, like the scripture says, when you go into your room and you shut your door and that secret time and that private time, and you're willing to cry out before him and tell him some things that maybe you've never told anybody before, or maybe you've told just you know your closest people, but you're willing to go to God and tell him those things in secret. It means a lot to the father it is an act of trust just like when we talk to people you know that we trust and there's some things that maybe there's a couple things just like you know this this is what i what i'm telling you this is supposed to go to your grave this it shows, a, it shows trust when we're willing to tell people certain things. It's the same way with God. When we're willing to open up our mouth and come before God and tell him what we are thinking, what we feel, whether it be something we should or should not be thinking. You know, when we come to God, it gives him an opportunity. It shows that trust and it gives him an opportunity to be able to work with us and through us on those things that we come to him about. So keep that in mind, you know. If you ever feel confused or concerned on how to pray, you can refer to this model that Jesus left, including adding what you're feeling on your heart and on your spirit and your mind as well. I wanna go over the definition of faith and I want to give you the Webster definition. I want to give you the Bible definition. So Hebrews 11 and one says, this is the definition of faith according to the Bible. And there are plenty other scriptures that back this up, but the one that God gave me to, to reference in this, this podcast is Hebrews 11 and one. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This is the Bible definition of faith. And again, there are plenty of other scriptures in the in the word but this is instantly what God gave me now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen so this is a hope you're hoping is something you have not seen. If you can see it, you do not need faith for it. You know, if I am on my way somewhere and I know where that place is, if I'm on my way to the grocery store and I know it's on such and such street, I don't need faith for that. I already know it's there. If I, you know, I don't need faith for money that's in the bank that I saved, that I know that I put up and I saved. You know, I don't need faith for certain things, but faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. If you can see it, you do not need faith for it. And I just want to make sure I'm clear. This is if if you can see it, if you know it's there, if you already been working towards it, if you know X, Y, and Z, that does not require faith. But faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Not seen means there you cannot see it. <laughs> not seen is blind. You know, if if somebody is blind, they cannot see out of their eyes. They're using their other senses to believe. They're using their other senses to walk. Thank you, Lord. They're using their other senses to talk. They're using, yes, their walking stick, but they don't have their eyes. They cannot see. They're using their other other senses. And that is the Bible definition of faith. Now, faith described in the dictionary is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And one example is this restores one's faith in politicians. And some similar words that coincide with faith are trust, belief, confidence, conviction, reliance, dependence, optimism, hopefulness, hope and expectation. So if you hear any of those words, then you know that uh, you you know your your ears should perk up because we're talking about faith. So if you hear somebody saying you need to trust, you need to have belief, you need to have confidence, you need to have you know conviction is there, reliance, dependence, optimism, hopefulness, hope, or expectation, then then, then faith is somewhere nearby. If you hear those words, faith is somewhere nearby. Faith is a strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Now, this is the dictionary. This is Webster dictionary uh, definition. So that last part, strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. And I just want to go over again. If you hear these similar words, faith is nearby. Faith is nearby. Somebody's encouraging you, somebody's prompting you to have some faith. If you hear trust, belief, confidence, conviction, reliance, dependence, optimism, hopefulness, hope or expectation, his brother faith is nearby. Faith is nearby. And so what I want to talk about is, you know, some thoughts you may have before you decide to pray or while you are praying, you know, and I want to keep, I want you guys to keep in mind, these are human thoughts, human thoughts. And sometimes these are human thoughts and sometimes thoughts, the enemy of our soul often referred to as the devil. When I say enemy of our soul, we have one enemy of our soul and that's the devil. That's the enemy. Both are the same tries to plant in our heart and mind to distract us. So these are human thoughts. These are normal, natural thoughts that the enemy of our soul Often referred to as the devil tries to plant in our heart and mind to distract us, to discourage us, to try to cause us to lose hope, a.k.a. faith, you know, when we're praying and when we're coming to God and while we're believing. So a couple questions that might cross your mind that the Lord put on my heart that, you know, some people might be thinking as they pray or, you know, as they want to start praying is does God care about what I care about? And the Lord gave me scripture to count to back up each and every question that you have that the Lord put on my my heart and mind that you might have as you're praying. Does God care about what I care about? And he gave me Psalms 138 and 8, which is one of my favorite scriptures. I, I quote the scripture to myself often. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. And we could keep reading that, but that is Psalms 138 and 8. We could go on in that chapter, but does God care about what I care about? And the Lord answered that in Psalms 138 and 8. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. Another question that might come across your mind. Will God do X, Y, and Z that I'm asking about or for? Will God do X, Y, Z that I'm asking about or for? And then he said in John 15, seven through eight, this is his answer. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples. So that gives me an indication that what I'm asking for has to line up with the word of God. Now, that should go without saying but let's read it again. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Now, when he's saying if my words abide in you, that's Jesus talking, not, you know, not somebody else. If my words abide in you and you will ask what you desire, and you abide in me. You will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you much that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. John fifteen seven through eight. Another question that might come across your mind as you're praying or as you're trying to get into the habit of praying is, is anyone really listening? Is anyone really listening? And for that, God said he will never leave you nor forsake you. And I have to indicate, I'll put that scripture in the show notes. I didn't write that one down, but is anyone really listening? And God said in his word, he will never leave you nor forsake you. So if someone never leaves you or forsakes you, think of a of a um, a child, you know, or a dog that's always every time you move, he's right there, or you know, a kid, every time you turn around, he wants to sit up under you. If you, if you got a person next to you or, or a pet or what whatever, that never leaves you nor forsakes you, they can hear you. You don't have to yell far. He ain't in another room. They're not in another room. They're right there, on, right there where you are. So you don't have to worry that anyone is listening because they're right there. And then is anything going to change? Oh, actually, you know what, guys, I gave you that scripture. That's Hebrews 13 and 5. So let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And we can really unpack that scripture, but for the purpose of this particular episode, we're gonna focus on, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And as always, as I always say, guys, I would encourage you to go read the word for yourself. Attend your Bible studies, please. If you don't have a Bible study, Reach out, reach out to me and I will try to direct you to where I can, whether it be online, you know, whatever I can do to help you, because Bible studies are where you build your foundation in the word. Bible studies help you to build your foundation. You know, no one service can do it all, but it will help get you started. okay? and so that's Hebrews 13 and five. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That just got me excited. Hebrews 13 and five. And I wish we could unpack that, but we got to stay focused. Another question you may be asking is, is anything going to change? And the Bible says Hebrews 11 and six. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. So this is a question you may have as you're prompting yourself, as you're trying to get into the habit of prayer, as you're praying. Is anything going to change? And God said in Hebrews 11 and six. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Hebrews 11 and six. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. I didn't say it. The word says it. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seeks him. So when you come to him asking, you know, thinking, is anything going to change? You got to come with faith. That goes back to the whole point of this uh, episode. You have to come with faith and you have to believe that he rewards. He uses the word rewards in this in this. And I looked up many different versions. He rewards those who seek him. It's a reward in that for those who seek him. It's a reward for those who come before him. It's a reward for those that say, no, no, I don't want to ask my friends first. I don't want to ask my man first. I don't want to talk to my children first. I want to come to God. Let me see what you got to say, Lord. I'm hungry for your response first. I'm hungry for your response. What do you have to say? I don't need to run it by nobody. What are you saying? You know, and so that that those are the questions that God gave me that, you know, you might be thinking as you're trying to build your prayer life, you know, as you're praying, maybe you're praying now and you're you know, these are questions that you have and you're trying to build your prayer life. Does God care about what I care about? Will God do X, Y and Z that I'm asking about or for? Is anyone really listening? Is anything going to change? Those are some questions you may have. And I I want you guys to be encouraged. I know a lot of people's faith is being pulled or stretched right now. I know it. And I want to speak to that. And that is why I'm here. You know, my job is to help you, you all that are listening, um, specifically millennial women, find their voice and take back their health by discovering who God has called them to be. We focus on the full package mind, body, and spirit. That's what I'm here for is to help draw you closer to Christ, to help your relationship with Christ grow and to develop and to blossom. I I'm not I can't be Christ. I can't be the know-all be-all, but what I'm here to do is to help encourage you to get closer, to start asking more questions, to get a church home, to start, you know, reading your word, to start becoming a part of more teachings and, and, and different um, sermons and podcasts and everything does not have to be a preach sermon, but, you know, to get closer to God um, it, by all means necessary. That is what my goal is here for, is for your faith to be increased in God. It's for your relationship because that's what it's about, not your church attendance, not saying that you don't need to be in a church but not your church attendance not any of those things but that your relationship with christ grows that is my position that is my main point why i'm here why i share you know here on my podcast the the instagram page that goes with the podcast which i encourage you if you want to stay connected um if you you know i post a lot more there you get a lot more um Bits and pieces on a regular basis is the temple fuel podcast over on Instagram. you know stay connected it's also temple fuel podcast on Facebook um I would encourage you to get connected to stay connected there I share a lot more um there as God gives it to me to share. I don't share anything unless God gives it. I'm not gonna make up anything I'm not gonna jump on just to have something to say. We're gonna share when God instructs me to share and, and not a moment sooner <laughs> so I would definitely encourage you to follow along um but I pray that this episode has blessed you. I pray that this gives you an idea of how to pray um, and that you understand what faith means. Um, you know, like I said, we are never um, too advanced or too old or too anything um, to have to be reminded of the basics. Now, yes, we should know, but it's okay. Sometimes a reminder can help us, help encourage us. Sometimes a reminder help us run a little stronger. Sometimes a reminder gives us a little bit more of a pep talk, gives us a little bit so I love you guys. I thank you for tuning in. Um you know, make sure that you like, make sure that you follow, make sure that you subscribe. It just helps the the algorithm, it helps me, it helps the page. Um, It just is helpful. And if you know someone, every time I'm going to say this, if you know someone that can be blessed by this episode, that this can help, make sure you share it with them. Um, But I love you guys. And I pray that this episode has blessed you guys. I want you to be encouraged. Um, I hope that you are excited about what this new year is about to bring. God is already working. Um, He's already gotten started and we are about to see the manifestation of a lot. We begin to see it. We're really going to begin to see it as we go into this new year, the new 2022, excuse me, year. Uh, So I love you guys. Um, Be safe, stay encouraged, and I will talk to you in the new year. Talk to you guys later.